0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
1: Good evening. The opinions and statements voiced by our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this network. Enjoy the shows.
2: You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting,
3: Birmingham, Alabama. Headline edition July 8,
2: 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Army officers say the missile found sometime last week has been inspected at Roswell, New Mexico, and sent to Wright Field, Ohio, for further inspection.
0: Now, historic films made in the spring of 1948 and just
2: released show Eniwetok preparing for heavily guarded and still largely secret tests of new atomic weapons. The test's purpose is to measure atomic effects on thousands of different materials, 30,000 tons of them, not, as at Bikini, to prove military effectiveness. San Francisco police say that nine persons have been arrested in a narcotics raid on the headquarters of the Grateful Dead, a widely popular singing group. Two members of the group, Rod McKernan and Robert Weir, and their business manager, Danny Rifkin, have been booked on suspicion of possessing narcotics. Three, two, one... Zero, all engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. Lift off on Apollo 11.
3: Tower cleared. Here we got a
1: roll program. Neil Armstrong reporting. Their rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. I'm going to step off the land now.
3: That's one small
4: step for man. One.
0: Well, strange lights are causing a viral buzz on YouTube. Could we have caught extraterrestrial activity on a recent newscast? Brandon Arroyo investigates.
5: As the newscast ended, the controversy began back on September 26th. What is that light shining in the back of the dark night sky?
2: With coverage reaching all the way back to 1948, for over 70 years, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Now, Fate Magazine Radio is carrying on that tradition of setting the standard in paranormal talk radio as we report and discuss some of the most mysterious and perplexing phenomena imaginable in this strange world of ours. Now,
0: here is your host of Faith Magazine Radio, Kat Hobson.
1: Good evening. Welcome to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama, and I am so glad you're here. I am Kat Hobson. I am the online voice of Fate Magazine, here with Fate Mag Radio. I'm excited to have you tonight. This has been a really fantastic day. It's sunshiny. It got up to 61. I did not freeze to death, although I am still in jeans and boots. And I am just thrilled to be here because I am excited about tonight's show. I want to say that we have some people who are having some struggles. Um, one of our own, Denise Pridemore is recovering from her surgery, and she is not going to be alive tomorrow. She is still having kind of a um, trouble with her throat, and so she feels that she is raspy and just probably not quite feeling too good. So we're going to give her another week, and then we're going to go get her. not really. (laughs) When she's ready, she'll be back. I'm just so, so glad that she finally got the surgery and is doing so much better. And Sherry says, thanks for today's speech video. And yes, you are welcome because I love sharing the home of my heart. So, and yes, Kylie was, (laughs) Kylie was working it. She still is, and I'm sure that she will be joining the show at some point. So I'm going to right up here say, yay. Now, tonight's guest, some of y'all have heard him. And some of y'all may be new to him. Some of you may be his clients. But he is probably one of the best people in his field that I have spoken with. I am really moved by his energy. I'm moved by his compassion. And tonight we're going to talk about what he feels his role is um, in so many different ways. Right? It's just he's been a professional psychic all of his life. He's done a few things here and there, you know, but not for very long at a time. A psychic is his his life's calling. And I'm interested to know about that because i I know a lot of people that didn't recognize that. He did, and he did as a child. So Robert Lindsay Milne, thank you so much for joining me. I am thrilled to have you back. I love talking with you. Thank
2: Thanks. you. You know sometimes we went, you know when we're, we're we're getting ready to do a show, we we talk more off the air. Um, you know, it's really fun talking
3: with
1: you. Yeah. So it's great. Thank you for having me back. Well, you know, yeah, I've told you before, I like you. I like spending time with you. our conversation. We we had a connectivity moment today. And I think that we we are connected. Yes. So our energy is very compatible.
2: Yeah, it, it flows very well.
1: Yes. What have you been so, up
2: to? Well, um, well, I came out of semi-retirement just just as you and I kind of met, you know. Mm-hmm. And and for me, and last January was the 17th that I celebrated 56 years of being a professional psychic. Astounding. And, and, yeah, Oh, for me too. And, and I was, I was 15 and a half when, when I um, started working at a tea room in Toronto and that's how I got off the streets. I was, a, I was a street kid and, and um, that's been my um, life calling. I have been doing that, and um, I, I lost track of what I, what, what I was saying. Um, you know that I, I forgot where I was going with this.
6: Um, well, that's
1: okay because I get on Well, we were talking it's... about you coming out of your semi-retirement right ah, as we okay. were meeting.
2: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, so, um, and I spent most of my career uh, after out of the tea rooms, you know, traveling around the world doing radio, TV shows, and over my career, I've done more than a hundred thousand psychic connections oh my Um, gosh now i haven't seen it all but but i certainly have have seen a lot Mm -hmm. and about eight or nine years ago i i got tired doing Mm. shows i got tired doing call-in shows the the last um actual call-in show that i had done in that era i was on the highest rated radio station in Canada and I was on the highest rated show in Canada and and um I was on at 905 and to 955 the show started I came on at 905 and we were taking calls and at 915 I looked at the clock and I just said ah oh, no not another no, no, no. 40 Oh, not another 40 minutes of this. I just can't stand doing this anymore. I made it through that show, but I decided at that point, you know, I'd been doing it for 40 years and it had been a great thing. And it was a part of, I thought it was a part of my life that had come to an end, but I'm not going to stop being a psychic. I just became um an old fashioned kind of psychic and um started instead of doing shows. I did readings uh, more readings and I slowed down um you know, I just slowed down to about 500, 600 readings a year after that and then and then the book, The Perfect Predator came out, and mm-hmm. I happened to have met Michelle uh, um and Michelle thought that I could do shows again and I've I've done 24 since last August, so this oh, is the 24th.
1: Yes, so I'm back. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are because we yeah. would have missed this relationship were you not. Yes. Were you not doing them? So yes. I'm thankful that you started back.
2: Yeah, meet you know, and I am having um, the most. Uh, Except for when I was first doing call-in shows way back in the 1970s. I am having as much fun now as I did then. And the difference, though, was back then, I was just learning stuff. And now I'm talking about what I learned. But, but I'm having so much fun doing it. I think it's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. And, yes, you, you do. know, what do you think is is the biggest difference in what you were doing when you you know, kind of had the, the overwhelming exhaustion with it. And now what do you think flipped that switch? Um, I remember when I
2: first started doing shows, nobody did them. Um, in, in Canada, I was the first one, you know, like I, I, I chopped my way through the forest as it were.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and in a lot of countries, um, that was true. And um, while I don't really think I'm special, like, like I'm no more special than anyone else, um, I worked really hard to get shows so like, and, and I put lots of effort into it. And after a while... And um, and I was treated with great respect. And after a while, um, talk show hosts learn that if you have a psychic on the air, they will get lots of phone calls, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a lot of listeners. Yes. What often happens is, oh, you can fill the lines. You know, so who? You know what? So you can fill the radio stations' lines. Have what? Six lines filled. Um, but you'll lose all your listeners because most people don't really care what someone uh, getting a psychic reading on the phone does. They, they're interested in what they're going to get, but right. might not not so. Um, but talk show hosts didn't realize that, and they they tended to get lazy and put yes. on people that weren't performers and so so the whole thing became about doing a, a reading for that person on the phone and that's not the game the story the game is entertaining the listeners yes it is so, so I learned at a young age that that while it was important to give really good information, I also had to uh, perform or entertain for the you know the thousand or five thousand or ten thousand people that were listening, and I had to put on a show, and 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 I went through years of practice to get to that state too, and and people that had no experience performing or or or. Um, might have done a thousand readings in their life at that time. Uh, so, so it just became boring, and then it became all oh, he's just another one of them,
1: right? And I
2: can see them that. That's when I just thought, uh-uh, I'm not doing this anymore, and that's
1: that's actually what happened. Well, you know, I really think that. I think you're right, you know, because you and I have such a connection. We had it the first time we spoke. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, when we went off the air, we had the conversation and which I always tell people that one of these days I'm going to actually find somebody who does record their, you know, off the air moments and package them as shows, but it's not going to be me because there's so much that happens I, in those moments. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, something happened in what you were saying and,
2: and um, the, the lines, you know, we got some dead air. So I didn't hear um, oh, okay. most of what you said. Can you, can you tell me again? I can,
1: you know, yes. you and I had yes. a, a good conversation when we went off the air and, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were aware while you were talking with me that I was having kind of a, a bit of a crisis with my relationship with my mom and you know, all the stuff that goes with that. And it helped me to be able to fix that. This isn't what I said, but I'm building on that, but you know, and I always tell people that one day people are going to start recording those, you know, off the air moments and packaging yeah. them as shows, but it's not gonna be me.
3: Right. Because okay.
1: it's such an interesting moment. You know, the interesting conversations happen there. And right. you know, but but it really helped me. And when you and I were speaking when we were you know scheduling this, you said, well, what did I do? Yes, what did <laughs> I do? Did? Because you didn't know and mm-hmm. i said you you were reading me whether you mm-hmm. knew it or not you know in that mm-hmm. conversation and mm-hmm. the guidance was very very pertinent to my my moment because this was right before you know covid hit right the summer before mm-hmm. yeah and covid was on the near horizon we just didn't know that And I would not be able to see, I have not been able to see my mother except through plexiglass. And um, I can't take the vaccines that they have because I have a lot.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI Clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Anaphylactic reactions, and I was told it was dangerous, wait on this new one. There were, you know, it was less of a threat to me. So I'm waiting, and I'm being careful But they have opened up so that family members can like volunteer at the hospital, at the hospital, at the nursing home, or retirement home, if they've been vaccinated. Well... Right. I can't be vaccinated yet. So, you know, they didn't think I was going to be able to really do any vaccine. And then it turned out that the Johnson was having less reaction. Yeah. So that's going to be a godsend, I think. Because yeah. just because I can't be inoculated means I can't see and touch my mom now. Uh, yeah. So, um,
2: so how did I help you?
1: Well, you helped me because I was really struggling with my relationship oh. with my mom, right? Okay. And yes. you just kind of, I don't really know what in the world you did, <laughs> but it broke a barrier. And I went, I, can I took tell her, you. tell me.
2: Okay, so I don't remember what I said. I don't remember what we did, but but what what I did was um, um, help you balance your energy, and what I also did was show you how to look into the future and get your mind off the moment. That's yes. in essence what I did. Well, it's very effective. Yeah, that- well, yeah, um, it is because because it 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 helps you get your mind open. You know, the, the, it's what I do, cat. I just you know, and I just explained it in a kind of off the hand, you know, offhanded way. way, um, but but it's a skill I've developed over like fifty years. <laughs> yes,
1: a little <laughs> yeah, like practice. I, like I'm an you had guy. a little practice, okay? I'll give that, you that.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 um. I've been dedicated to my work. Yes, it's um, it's, it's it's not work. It's it, it's my calling. It's 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 my purpose. Yes, and um, my instinct. I I you know sometimes I have to be protected. My my instinct is what can I do rather than what can I get. Um, and and I have radar on, and I and I sense when people are in trouble all around me, and and I can get really quite distracted um yes. simply giving out the, the, the energy um and and so so um well, i'm not quite sure again i'm not sure what i was going to say but <laughs> but that that's certainly one of the things that's that. um oh so yes so all my life i've been focusing on giving aid giving service and helping people and i've almost always used it with my instincts my intuition my psychic ability and my, my ability to use energy.
1: Um, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have to interrupt you yes. because we're going to break, but you know, I'm really, I'm really so thankful that that happened because we had, I took her to lunch a few times, you know, got to spend time with her and it was fabulous. And the first time that she saw me, she cried. So, uh, so it was just so astounding. You. But we're going to break. Well, thank you. But absolutely, the only thing I did was share it. You're the one that did the work. So we are going to get a break and we will be right back. And do put your questions in chat because while Robert is is not going to be doing individual readings i'm going to tell you that just just his information and his being is fantastic and you will be so glad that you got questions in for him so we'll be back y'all come back too
2: Listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham, Alabama.
1: Oh, come on. I'm Southern, but. Um, nope. That'll do. Hello. I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting.
7: You are listening to WBHM, digital broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk only on Paranormal Experience Radio. Broadcasting live, live, live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join hosts, Cat Hops, Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting. The best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama.
5: This is Jason Bland, host of Midwest Paranormal Presents Paranormal Soup, where we stream live as a webcast every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, with guests who will blow your mind, live ghost box sessions where you can call into the show to see if the spirits will talk to you, and the world wide web of weird with the latest in paranormal news and evidence. We're bringing the weird every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow and subscribe.
1: Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is 23 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. I'm so glad that y'all are here. My guest tonight is Robert Lindsay Milne. He is brilliant. His website is going to be tough, RobertLindsayMilne.com. <laughs> and it's a great website. I am so glad that you. Are here and yeah you know, again the chat in the in the break was
3: yeah
1: about the the energy and about the fact that because I was able to connect with my mother I learned that you know, she has Alzheimer's so what she says is sometimes said oddly but she was talking about my shows and finding out more about them and she was like she just looked at me she said oh you too. I understand because you know, they would just be lined up by my bed when I would be trying to go to sleep. And I I finally just said, you, know, you need to go talk to my mother. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, my word, are you kidding me? Because um, I am not a medium by choice. I do not want to see death states. I do get communication. But um, I don't want to see people and that's just me and you know it's um I'm going to share with you something in chat right now from Denise Pridmore the host I had mentioned she was listening to you and you took a few questions here or there and on your August show he said I would not be mourning a grandbaby and I'm not the new grandson does look like his stillborn sister. So you really, you know, she took that to heart as a great hope. Right. Yes. So, you know, it, it made such a difference, I think, in her anticipation of the child. Um, can,
2: can you tell the people a little bit more of the circumstances? Because I'm kind of blown away.
1: Sure. She, um, her daughter had had a miscarriage and well, her grandson was Uh. stillborn. So, Uh. um, which is not the same thing, but at any rate, that child was loved and mourned and it devastated all of them. Uh So when she became pregnant again, the great hope was there, but still some of the fear. Oh, yes. Okay. That it would happen again. Yeah. And Denise asked you about that. And you said that she would not be mourning a grandbaby.
2: Oh, ever so, again,
1: Mm-hmm.
2: ever again.
1: There you go. Well, that's a good like, thing too, like, because like, there's like, another one pregnant
2: <laughs> because, because from this time to the ending of her life, she will never be mourning a grandchild again, right? Ever will not happen. That's
1: true. I had forgotten. She just posted in a chat that she had also had a miscarriage between the stillborn and the new baby. Oh, huh. so yeah. it was a really tough time for their family.
2: It certainly was. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm happy I was able to help in a bit, um, but that's the purpose of what I do. And and it's it's um, always been what I do. Uh, you, you know, as a little kid, I used to get beat up for it um, because I didn't know quite the things that I was saying to people. Right. Um, and, and I would get in, but, but, but once I learned what, what I was doing and that other people weren't doing it, that then, then, uh, and, and I got faster at ducking too. Um, so, so, uh, I was able to say things with more, with more confidence. And over time I, um, I, I became, you know, a whole lot more confident. I always get really frightened that, 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 um, when I get this feedback that I might have said something that hurt the person or um, made them uh, worse or, or or was wrong, that you know, that's that's a um, a really big fear of mine it has been for about fifty six
5: years.
1: Well, you know, you touch. These are just the few people that were asking in chat yeah. questions yeah. that you actually alleviated the fear and stress or it's astounding. Yeah. And it is, it was such a life altering thing for her because she was living in fear. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you said that never again, and she has a, another daughter who is pregnant now, she was like, you know, thank you. I needed that. And, oh, and, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, it's just so wonderful because she'll be able to be more um, yeah. more comfortable. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, they will. So um, I've done that um, throughout my my whole life. It's been it, it, it's been my my life's c- a purpose, and um, I started sensing these things as as a child. Um, I. Eventually, when I when I left home, I was about fourteen. I, I, I lived downtown in Toronto, surviving by my psychic my my psychic skills. Um, that's how I got off the street. And so and my psychic skills often led me to help people that were in worse shape than I was in. So so that's often been the case too. Um, and. And, and sometimes I've helped people who's been in better positions than I than I'm in. Um, then then I started working at the Tea Room, and 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 again I was learning about um, uh, how to how to uh, tune in and connect and refine my skills. But I've also been interested in doing things. I've also been interested in in doing things besides readings. Um, and following energies and balancing energies, I've always been fascinated by that. And um, you know, cat, miracles are only miracles until you know how to do it. Right. And then, and then when then when you know how to do it, um, it's not a miracle anymore. It's something else, but it's not a miracle. And over my lifetime, I've been I've been um, fascinated by the way people interact, their, their, their energies. and when 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 I was living at that flea bag hotel and, and working in exchange for room and board, um, at the front desk, if there was ever a, 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 a fight in the bar downstairs, every male was it was their duty to come down to help uh, you know break up the fight. So I was like, mm. you know, 20, 21. And I, and I had this, you know, I had this, what, what kind of things I could do with these psychic abilities. And, and I had this fantasy about being able to walk into this the bar room and there's a big bar room brawl and raise my hands and say, you know, peace, love, you know, and and, and cool everybody out. Um, okay. <laughs> you can <laughs> get your face punched in for doing that. Yes, you so, can. So I've seen it happen. You sure can. oh yeah so so um so uh what what i've been doing all my life has been uh watching how people react when when they're having a conflict and i've been fascinated by how the energy builds what happens to the people and um at what point does the, how does the energy feel where one person hits another or one person turns around? Um, and, and I started watching that and, and, and sensing it and, and, and understanding that energy. Like like for years and years and years. And sometimes I would see two people getting ready to get into a scrap and I would
0: stand near Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over forty, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. icom
2: hear them just to feel the energy. Right. As I became more comfortable with that energy, I also started um looking for ways to deflect the energy so there's always a point where when 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 the when the when the stress or the tension is rising or or the anger or whatever when, when that's starting to rise if you defuse it uh miss or change the direction it usually stops the quarrel yes so i again over years and years i started practicing that um and and spent a long time not let, and and um got better and better and better at 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 um, dissipating the negative energy. So that is no small feat, my friend. Okay now I want to share with you the piece de resistance. This happened a few years ago. Now once again I was I, I've been working on this, developing this energy this 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 technique my whole lifetime besides doing psychic readings or as well as balancing energy. So, um, it, the day started with me waking up on a Saturday morning, deciding that I absolutely had to bake, um, a banana cream, a banana coconut cream pie. And, um, I had to do it I don't know why. and and I of course, I have to use real coconut. and the pattern with this and you know balancing this energy. so I got up, I went to the first store to get it, and I, and it took me I went like almost two hours looking for coconut, and I couldn't find any. and then it hit me. This particular store, and I drove, it took me another ten minutes. As I got to this particular store, it was in a specific kind of neighborhood. And um, there were a group of, right outside the grocery store, there were a group of about 20 young boys. When I say young boys, um, 18, 15, you know, like 15 to 20 years old. And they were chanting, and they were getting really revved up, and I didn't know what they were doing. Oh, I just want to back up. One of the things that I've always been afraid of is if i would ever develop an ability to manipulate energy i've always been afraid that in a moment of anger yes. um, i would i would lash out on somebody i and and I, and i you know throw you know maybe i'm sounding like i've got it all together now i'm 72 um, uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> i better you know well years ago i didn't and i was always afraid that that i would use it and and i would have that's why yes. i didn't have it and i would have so anyway um i was watching these kids and they were really getting revved up and they were going to do something and i was curious you know so i got a little bit closer and i noticed that they were kind of directing their attention and energy towards the grocery store towards the wall right towards the dog that was tied to the bicycle rack. And they were doing something and they were gonna do something to that dog. Right. And that dog was really afraid. And I watched them and I took a breath and I walked right into the middle of these kids. Right smack dab in the middle of the hurricane, as it were. Right. And I just just stood there. And I didn't say anything. I just stood there. And I kind of looked around. And I made eye contact with who appeared to be the leader. And he said to me, is that your dog? And I said, no, but we're friends. And he looked at me for a moment and then... A pop kind of sounded and and, and it, the energy burst like a balloon. and, and mm. I just turned around and walked over to the dog. He was real happy to see me
3: and the energy
2: di- and the energy dissipated in the group and within about two minutes they were gone. So I stood beside the dog patting the dog and then the guys then the dog's owner comes out and he sees me patting his dog. And I said, "Boy, does your dog ever have some stories to tell you?" (laughs) (laughs) Then then I went in and got the coconut. That is so
1: true, though. If he would have listened, pardon, I said, "It's true, though. If he would have listened, if he were tuned into his animal." Yeah. So so, um, that wasn't a miracle.
2: That that wasn't a miracle. That was just understanding how to balance or manipulate energy. It was a miracle for that dog. It certainly was. But the dog didn't know how to do it. Right. So that was my point. A miracle is only a miracle until you know how to do it. Um, I'm not particularly religious. Um, however, um, Jesus said, these things ye shall, ye shall do and greater. And he was talking about his miracles. So you don't start off walking on water. That, like, that's the gold medal round at the Olympics. You know, you win that. <laughs> no, seriously. No, you win that when you stand on podium and they play the national anthem, you know. That, yeah. That's the right? That's the big one. But you don't start there. Um, you start way back on the other side. Because what it comes down to is believing. And as soon as you believe you can do something, you can do it.
1: Absolutely.
2: And the only reason you can't do it is because you believe you can. So this is an example of of um, how I've, I've learned to balance and manipulate energy. So when someone comes to me for a reading, that's one of the things that I'm going to be doing, helping them balance their, their energy.
1: You know, that is what I had such a horrible time with when I was, I guess, 14 to 14 to 18.
2: So what about, what, 10 years, 15 years ago?
1: Thank you. I knew I loved you. (laughs) But (laughs) I will be 60 in November, and I'm proud of every year of that. So, And I was listening to one of my favorite songs today with the line, the wrinkles only go where the smiles have been. And it's pretty true. It's true. So I, I love every one of them, even though sometimes I love them less.
2: You're but, a late bloomer cat. You 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 see the light, find it all just a bit later in life.
1: Well yes. But that's, I was able to throw years. energy at a young age. Yeah. And it was not how did a you positive. Do, how, thing. How did, no way. Well, I how did I do it?
2: Okay, yes.
1: When I would get angry, frustrating frustrated and I had an abusive well I had a couple of abusive adults in my life and I would just when enough was enough I made it stop and at one point I was very physical about my method of doing it and it wasn't successful and I was just like you know what ugh you know, just that mm, moment, and it was like a wave. It really was like a wave. and it caused him to back away. and i I really think that um, I couldn't always control it. right? I hadn't thought about this in years. but um my grandma, was doing something and I was angry with someone else. And I just turned around to her and was like, what? (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. And she was, she, she was, I mean, this woman was new age before there was new age, right. Mm -hmm. And she just looked at me and she was like, why do you have such hate in your eyes? I said, I don't have hate for you in no shape, form or fashion. I love you. And she was like, but she just, your eyes. And I'm like, well, it's not you. <laughs> I'm just really angry right now. And it's not you. But um, but she was very upset. And this was the woman who was my champion my whole life. And I would never have intentionally hurt her. but But she thought that I was feeling that way toward her. And that was very – that's when I figured out that, oh, you can't, you can't just randomly let this stuff fly. And that's when I started, I guess, suppressing. But um, I really think that that one time it saved my life. But it upset my grandma. <laughs> so that was horrible. <clears throat> but it was just um, – it was an interesting moment. For me, it was the learning moment for me. And it wasn't, you know, some people are like, oh, well, that's just hormones at that age. Well, no, it really isn't because hormones don't knock someone back a few steps. And I never touched them. It It was the energy. And we have some questions about that, but we have to take our next break. So we will get to the questions and chat right after this. If you have some, bring them. We have... We have the man with the answers. So, Ask
2: him if you got him, right? Like there you smoke go. Him.
1: Smoke him if you got them. Smoke <laughs> him if you got I, I tell my dogs that when I leave. That's so funny that she said that. But we'll be right back. Y'all come back, chill.
7: You're listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama.
1: Oh, come on. I'm southern, but um, nope. That'll do. Hello. I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting.
7: Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hopson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Listening to WBHM, Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk. Only on Paranormal Experienced Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham,
1: Alabama. Welcome back. I am so glad y'all are here listening to Fake Mag Radio and WBHM Digital Broadcasting. I am I am very interested, Robert, in understanding this stuff because it shows up when I'm in crisis more often than not. And I control Your it. Anger? Your not, anger It's not anger. It's because mm-hmm. um, I don't have to be mad. But, you know, I told you that when I fell. I knew automatically, no, do not get up. Do not, do not try to stand. So it's it was, really it was, weird how it shows up.
2: Okay, so that's called survival mode. That's number one. That's survival right? mode, and and what you're doing is surviving. But but what I wanted to address was the when you said about. That person, you know, you pushed away um, and and you were really up, upset about what you were doing or what you did to defend yourself or your intense yes. negative energy. Um, what's really important for us to always remember is what we are one way, we are equally the opposite. And... Um, what we are one way as in as positive as we are, we also are as equally negative. And that's being balanced.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Or that, so, so you cannot have positive without negative. That's just the way it is. And, and it's equal. So what we are one way. So the joy that we feel, we also are the opposite to that. Now, love, the emotion love, um, play a little game with me. What do you think the opposite to love is? Indifference. Ah, oh, you got me on. Oh, you didn't play the game. Okay, good. That's but right. Indifference. Is it? Okay. That's right. Good shot. Good one. All right. So, so that's right. The opposite to love is indifference. Um, love and hate. Are the positive and negative expression of the same emotion. Mm-hmm. So, so when you're reacting with hate, it's just the negative expression of the of of, of love. Um, and the more you can feel negatively, the more you feel positively. That's the way it is with everybody. Power, being balanced, is the key to power, not eliminating negative.
1: Well, that's almost logical. <laughs> but I seriously, know. I mean, yes. I, I do see that. And I do know, A, I am a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Okay. Right? To teach us, yes. Yes. And that nothing that happens to us
0: They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: And um, by the universe and to, to bring us, to cause negative things for us as it were because I am very strong my instincts are very strong my sense of justice is very strong and my willingness to go to the mat for somebody who needs a defender is very strong because Uh I didn't have one Uh and I feel like that's a good thing it is and a good thing. I try very hard not to let the negative side erupt, as it because it feels like an eruption. It just feels well, like all of this power is just coming up, and if you don't, you know, if you let it go, it feels like it could just be a whirlwind.
2: It, you're exactly right, which is why being balanced. Um, being right smack dab in the middle is 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 how you are in control and in yes. power. So, all right, okay. Um, now you're talking about how um, how empathetic you are. So, yeah empathic that you are. I am. How you yeah, and your you relate and understand. Um when when people are hurt and down and wounded, had you not experienced the very same thing or something similar, you would not have the empathy that you do. Yes. So what has hurt you has also caused you um, to be the magnificent beautiful healer, empath teacher, partner lover that you are.
1: Okay, I'm gonna need to get that in writing for my husband.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna okay. need to get that in writing.
1: No, I mean it is and I'm thankful now for the things that I went through. Because as I have gotten older, it took me what forty years to understand this, right? That that it wasn't terrible. And people go through their life beating themselves up for things that were part of their growth experience. Yes. And so,
2: so also, um, so we, we, we start talking about karma. So karma is neither reward nor punishment. Mm-mm. Karma is merely um, if you do this, then you will do the opposite. So for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. But that, that's all karma is—balancing um, out the energy.
1: Yes. Okay. And but so, sometimes so, she lets you watch. Well, when she's balancing out energy, sure, <laughs> and of that's course. fantastic. Yeah. But, of um, course. But you know, in all reality, yes, because it has to be balanced. That's
2: correct. That's right. Uh, And in harmony.
1: Yes. Yes, because if it's jarring, right? It's it it distracts and creates friction. Yeah. Right. So
2: does it does? Yes. I, I just I just had um, a remembrance of when I walked into the middle of that group of kids, boys, men, young men. Um, when I was there doing that, I actually had no personal feelings mm-hmm. for any of them there. When, when I say no personal feelings, as in I neither wish them harmed, I, I neither wish them nor ill, um, I just sensed their energy. Um, and after, the, you know, the energy broke and I went over to the dog, I realized if I would have tried in any way um, to manipulate them personally, mm-hmm. um, attack them, be um, challenging in any way, they, they would have been on me like, like, like a herd of
1: hornets. Yes, the, tr- the energy would have transferred to you as opposed to the dog.
2: And what I realized is that I couldn't use that skill if I were angry, mm-hmm. because because that's not where the energy was coming from. Right. It was it was it was coming from peace, and 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 and, and harmony and acceptance. And and um, if I would have had it as a revenge or an attack or something, um, I would have been
3: attacked
1: yes and it's interesting did you know that at that time did you perceive that at that time
2: when i was right in the middle of it no but it was the i i was i was it was like um a really high feeling but calm Um, you know, if it would have been a movie, there would have been a bright white light around me or something, you know, um, and, and, uh, um, it was, it, it was like that. Um, and it, it was really kind of slow. It was, it was like, it was all in slow motion too. Um, and I, and I didn't realize it at the time. It wasn't until after when I was going home. That, that I realized if I would have in any way directed it um, in a negative way that they, they, they would have attacked me yes. um, I and and then I realized I couldn't have used it because because that's not what the force that I was working with was yes Right. So I meant, so we talked about earlier how I fantasized about, you know, walking into the room, raising my hands and, you know, commanding them to be peaceful. Um, do that, you, if I would have done something like that, I would, I would have, if I had a judgment as opposed to an acceptance of them. Okay. okay does, that, does that make sense? It does. It would, I had an acceptance and actually felt a love for them. Which, when I do a reading for somebody, um, uh, I may not even like the person, but then when I tune into them, I feel a deep, deep love. And then, and then when I, you know, finish, I may not like them anymore. But, but, but um, when I actually tune in, um, I feel deep, deep love for that individual and deep caring. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I have found. I don't usually talk about this very much, but I'm going to go ahead and share because I think this is relevant to that. But I have found when I am trying to help someone and most of the time people are not aware of that because it's, yeah, you know, they don't need to feel like they couldn't handle something on their own or whatever. But I try to help people who are not in a position to help themselves
3: mm-hmm. by
1: shifting their environment somehow Mm -hmm. and I've been successful with that on many occasions without being really open about it like you did with the dog yes and you know whether it's I mean it can even be it can be using energy it can be using something that is absolutely necessary at the moment if if it's cash if it's peace if it's refuge whatever and to me out of all the things i can do that is the most extreme happiness for me to be able to alter that environment just enough to give them breathing room to be able to figure it out themselves
2: love it that's great
1: so it sounds like what you do too yes um
2: get them by through that moment yes um get you know what get get them through the night when when and and help them and get get them on their, their way
3: um
2: yes. i really don't have a, a desire to get great recognition what what i get great fulfillment is, is when someone comes to me um much like the the the, the woman that uh, Texted in um, on, on the first show that we were talking about tonight, but well, she actually um, called.
1: So it was. Oh, she did. It was during the show.
2: Oh, oh, yes. okay.
1: Um, so, so
2: to be able to um, do that for someone is 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 one of the most glorious things um, of I, I can do. Um, I know what I'm doing. Yes. So you know, I lived on the streets like a kid. I made my way by being psychic uh, most of the time. I did that. Um, I, I've, I've never never had any criminal record. Never never did anything like that. I used my instincts, um, and, and I've always been a pretty good person through, to, throughout my life. But I've also been protected, and that and that when if I really were in trouble, there, there would always be an angel or something or someone, some being take care of me and there was this woman her her name was
1: uh, um oh you're going uh, i'm gonna have to stop you okay i'm so so sorry but we are at the top Uh, of the hour i can't believe we're at the top of the hour i would Uh, like it if you could bring this story back sure and this experience back and no problem but when we come back, we have got questions stacking up, and some of them are so relevant to living in today's world. I want to make sure we address them. So, okay, um, so it's going to so be show's over. We're off the no. air now, or oh, we're, on the, we're, the now. Just, we're okay. on the air now. We're on the air now. We're going to take our five minute, half of the hour break. Right. And um, then we're going to be coming right back. Oh, and how much time do we have after that? We will have. 15 minutes for the first segment, and then we will go for 40 minutes then, and then 15 minutes going back to the end of the show. you got an hour, dude.
2: Oh great! So, so um, we can we can push that story out of the way and go right to the people that are waiting. In fact, if there are people that are waiting, I would I would prefer to talk to them if they if you don't mind. No, um, I absolutely you, do you, not,
1: because okay. the questions are relevant to all, really, to all humanity. So I okay. think you're going to be able and, to help a lot of people by answering these.
2: And you're going to help a lot of people by being so smooth and convincing to get me to do it you i don't know how
1: you did it but (laughs) But it's not readings it's not readings it's advice no readings
2: just advice okay well i'll do readings too but anyway um i think we have to take a break right (laughs) we do (laughs) we will be back right after
1: this and guys this is a great time to fill up that tea mug coffee cup beer stein if you've got it whatever floats your boat we'll be back and
4: y'all come back too This episode is brought to you by Home Chef. Home Chef simplifies meal planning by delivering delicious meals each week, complete with recipe cards and perfectly portioned ingredients. For $90 off your first month, go to homechef.com and use promo code NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Janine Herbst. The White House says Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas led a team of Biden administration officials on a visit to the U.S.-Mexico border this weekend. And here's Joel Rose has more.
2: The White House says President Biden asked members of his senior staff to travel said, to the border so and report and back on what they saw. You Secretary are. Mayorkas led a team of top White House and administration officials, including Domestic Policy Advisor Susan Rice, on a tour of border facilities for migrants on Saturday. The visit comes amid a rising number of illegal border crossings, particularly by unaccompanied children, and mounting criticism from Republicans, led by former President Trump, that an immigration crisis is brewing. But Mayorkas rejects that language. He says the Biden administration needs time to rebuild an immigration system that was, quote, gutted and restore humane treatment of migrant families and children. Joel Rose, NPR News.
4: The CDC says nearly 60 million people have gotten at least one dose of a COVID 19 vaccine. And as the vaccines become more available, states are lifting pandemic restrictions. But White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Jeff Seins says the country won't instantly turn back to normal.
5: We're on a path. We need to make sure that we do not let down our guard. People do need to meet the president's challenge of masking up. People do need to take the vaccine when it's their turn. We need to stay on this path and beat this pandemic.
4: Speaking there on NBC's Meet the Press, officials are also still worried about new variants, including the more contagious B117 1. 1. UK variant, now comprising up to 40% of cases in some communities in the U.S. Israel has reopened large parts of its economy to those who've been vaccinated or have recovered from COVID-19. And Pierce Daniel Estrin reports.
5: About half of Israelis are vaccinated or recovered from the virus. They get special access to parts of the economy, now including indoor dining, wedding halls, and travel abroad. These incentives have convinced some hesitant Israelis to get vaccinated, like Antonio Miller, who says there's just one reason he's in line to get his shot.
6: Because my friends are getting married, and I have to make, uh, you know, the vaccine to be there on their wedding.
5: Israel is issuing a green pass to the vaccinated and recovered. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu spoke at a restaurant. This is a great day.
7: We're opening with a green passport, restaurants, coming back to life.
5: Netanyahu faces accusations he's hastened to reopen the economy to win votes. He's running for re-election in two weeks. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Jerusalem.
4: In Minnesota, jury selection starts tomorrow in the trial of a former Minneapolis police officer charged with murder and manslaughter in the death of George Floyd. Derek Chauvin's trial is expected to last for weeks. Floyd, who was black, died May 25th after Chauvin pressed his knee on Floyd's neck while Floyd pleaded he couldn't breathe. This is NPR. Pope Francis spent his last full day in Iraq by visiting areas retaken from ISIS. As MPR's Alice Fordham reports, Francis also celebrated Mass in the northern city of Erbil. Francis spoke of forgiveness, reconciliation and a broad sense of community as he led Mass for thousands of people in a stadium in Erbil. The Christian population of the city swelled in 2000.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.
4: after ISIS drove them and many others out of the city of Mosul and the historically Christian villages on the Nineveh Plains. Earlier, he prayed in a Christian part of Mosul still in ruins after the battle against ISIS, and he prayed in a church in the town of Karakosh, whose post-ISIS renovation has only just been completed. Priests and community leaders in the area say they hope his visit will encourage Christians to return. Alice Fordham, NPR News, Iraq. Environmentalists and local politicians are opposing a planned oil pipeline that would run through Memphis, Tennessee into North Mississippi. Valero Energy and Plains All-American Pipeline want to build an underground pipeline to carry crude oil through the wetlands over an aquifer that provides drinking water for more than one million people and then under a predominantly black neighborhood in South Memphis. Critics say the companies are putting oil profits ahead of the people who live along the pipeline's path, and that a spill would endanger waterways and also the aquifer. Pipeline officials deny that claim. I'm Janine Herbst, and you're listening to NPR News.
6: Support for NPR and the following message come from TIAA. Committed to the idea that while most things in life run out, from clean shirts in the morning to a favorite dessert at night, lifetime income in retirement shouldn't. Learn more at TIAA.org slash neverrunout.
1: Welcome back to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is five minutes after the hour. Hello there. Welcome back for the second half of Fate Mag Radio here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. As you know, Fate Mag Radio is the online voice of Fate Magazine, and we have been in publication since 1948. Be sure to check out baitmagcom to see our new issues, our old issues. If you're looking for a particular one, you can get it there. And if your subscription has expired, please do renew it because we have got some great things coming out. You will love it. And there's also t-shirts, but they're awesome. I just love them. Now, tonight's guest is... Robert Lindsay Milne. He is a professional psychic. He has been a, a professional psychic for almost all of his life. He tried to retire and that didn't work. So he is back here and um, joining us tonight. And Robert, yeah. thank you so much for that. It's I just love getting there. a chance to talk with you. And
2: I'm talking about things that are just a little bit different tonight, too. And that's I love fun. that. It
1: is. Yeah, it me is too. beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, I am I am going back to the beginning of yep. the questions, and okay. let's see.
2: Oh, oh, are you looking at the board where people are those questions? I am. Is that what we're doing? Okay. It is. I'm just following. Yeah, you, you know, um, a million things have happened. Had gone through my mind since we were went off the air. So <laughs> I'm not well, sure where we're going now.
1: If you have read them. Is something reaching out to you right off the bat or would you like to just to yep. continue?
2: I, I okay. haven't. Met, I, where, where, where are they? I haven't seen them, but I can't it read is, very
1: well anyway. That's okay. I will tell you.
3: Thank we you, have. Because I
1: have. Well, go ahead, go ahead. It's um. I was going to let me. you. Yes. <laughs> you go first.
2: What were you going um, to say? No, I. I was I was going to say that I I, I, I have literacy issues and, okay. and I have trouble uh, reading and writing for that matter. You might you might notice when you see my little notes and there's words that are missing or you know
1: or I stuff. think you do a good but, job.
2: Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Um, you know, I I didn't learn how to read until I was in my late teens and and uh, so it, it's not my first uh, skill. Um, But I don't even know where to look.
1: I I don't even have that. I don't even have a picture. Well, it is in Spreaker. You can go to our network's website, wbhm-db.com. Click on the show image, and it will take you right into where you can get in chat. You can. um, Will I be
2: disconnected if I do that?
1: No, you will not. As long as you don't shut your internet down, we're all good. Quick kinda. But okay. um, but we have one through here. Okay, how about you ask? Tell me you read it to me then? Yes, I'd be glad to do that. Okay. And the question is, does balancing inter- excuse me. does balancing energy help with physical illness as well? Something like with um, wounded warriors? Or people who have PTSD following military service?
2: Okay. Um, I'm not quite sure what that question is again. Kat, can you just read that back to me? Um, I know a fair amount about the subjects. I'm just not quite sure. Just say it
1: again for me, please. Absolutely. Does balancing energy help with physical illness absolutely, absolutely and especially it does
2: really brilliant things with with um, uh, uh, emotional uh, mental um, spiritual as well as trauma issues and trauma is is um, kind of like a brain injury and when mm-hmm. we have PTSD whether whether we, we get PTSD as um, an adult, um, an adult, uh, somebody say over the uh, over 21, or whether we get traumatized when we're a child during the developmental stages of our life, we get PTSD. And PTSD mm-hmm. means that our brain freezes in certain situations. And it means that that we go into panic mode. Mm -hmm. When we understand that and that energy, when we learn to, we can learn how to identify what we're feeling when we're in that panic mode and then how to calm down. So Mm -hmm. whoever asked that question, yes, you can do it. And here's how come I know, for two reasons, I know how come you can do it. Because that's how I handle my PTSD. And that's how i teach other people how to get through it so um, it's it's being learning how to balance your energy becoming calm um, and you can do that without necessarily using any types of medications but they help if you if you do um just not all the time and you can learn how to take control of um when, when when your brain freezes like that it's a horrible thing to happen and if you were a military person or any, um, and you got PTSD, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service.
1: Absolutely.
2: Thank okay. you. I hope I answered that question.
1: I think that you did. Okay. Um, the, the next one is a little, it's pretty to the point, but it's a bit long. What advice do you have for people with extreme anxiety? This person has never had it before, but the pandemic has gotten in their head, and yeah. she's afraid of everything now. She wakes up in the middle of the night and starts thinking of the worst did, did, of everything. Did, did, she, did, did she leave a name? Her name is Sherry. And Sherry, do you know where Sherry is? I do. What? What area? Whereabouts? She is in North Alabama. Okay. But I need to but finish need the to rest check. of this. Oh well. Okay. Um, she, she's, and I'm going to tell you Um, that this is um, the most positive person I know. know. Okay. Do you happen to know, um, how old Sherry is? Sherry is, I think in her forties. She has an 18 year old. Thank
0: you so much. Okay.
1: Sherry. So,
2: so Sherry, um, here's Robert Lindsay Malin talking to you right now. So right now today, we're, we're March the 7th, 2021. You are going to be alive in March the 7th, 2022, and 23, and 24, and 25, 2025. In fact, um, you will live through all of your 50s. You will complete the decade of your 50s and go into the decade of your 60s. You complete the decade of your 60s and go into the decade of your 70s. And the only reason I'm stopping there, because your time goes on much longer than that is because there's a whole lot of other people that are listening. So, you, you know, you're gonna be around like way, way, way past 70 years old. Using normal caution and care, you are physically safe. Now there's some water problems at your house or where you live, but that's another story. Um, but you're even safe from that too. So, so, um, you are going to live to a old age your body is physically safe from harm. And that when you are getting panicked again, just remember what I said to you. This time next year, you're going to be alive. And this time next year, you're going to be... Somewhere near you, New York. I'm not white. I'm not, and that would be like the city. And you might even, you might even be partying there, or certainly smiling a lot. So, Sherry, um, you're safe.
1: A lot of her fear stems around her children and the pandemic, because of you know, worrying about their future, worrying about so not having a future. To-
2: so this time, next, okay, this time next year, all of those people that she's worried about, they're all going to be around. Um, everybody's safe. Just
1: chill out, Cherry. Really and truly. Just let it go. You're, you're safe.
2: And so how are your would, children.
1: How would she go about chilling out if she's having a struggle with that? Um, what do you suggest?
2: Listen to what I said. You'll be here this time next year. Think about that. Think about being here next year. Think about the people you're worried about this moment and visualize them being with you this time next year. The reason for the panic is you can't see beyond the moment.
1: Yes, I have
2: had these issues
1: too. Indeed so.
2: So what I pointed out is that this time next year, you will, she will be here. You will be here tomorrow, and you will be here next week, and the week after, and nobody real close to you suddenly dies. Um, uh, there's no sudden unexpected death. You know, come from out of the blue. Um, you're safe. It's I awesome. I can't give much more in this situation, considering I'm getting this information from the board through you to me. And then back again, I, I've, I've given her as much as I can give this way.
1: I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Um, I just saw one. Where did it go? Okay. And another do- question... Actually, she'd be more concerned about the
2: water around her house or where she lives more than what she's worried about the pandemic. Really? Oh. Okay. It's a leak of some sort. Anyway. And Thanks. And, and, and it's not a serious leak either.
1: Good. She said, Woo, thank you, Robert. I needed that. So that's huh? uh Oh, she said, ha ha, no, 53, but thank you, Kat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: we are almost to this break. Um, I'm going to take the break, be done with that, and come back for this question. So, okay. y'all, this is the way it rolls. We all know that. This thing seems so short. So, we will be right back. Thank y'all. Y'all come back too.
3: You
2: are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham,
3: Alabama.
4: Paratalk Radio is your
7: one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. Join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for discussions and guests on topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. This broadcast is rated M for mature and intended for listeners over 16 on paratalkradio.com.
1: come on i'm southern but um nope that'll do hello I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting.
7: Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hopson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting.
0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
1: Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama.
7: Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hopson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM
1: Digital Broadcasting. The time is 23 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. I am so glad that you are here with me on Fate Mag Radio, the online voice of Fate Magazine, with Robert. Well, I guess I could say Robert Lindsay Milne, I'm sorry. And by Thank the you. way, that's his website, robertlindsaymilne.com. And check it out. We have questions about people balancing their energy. You know, Sherry says, What is that? I don't even know what that means. So, which actually, yeah, we toss that comment, we toss that phrase about because we're used to working with it. But if you're not, then it is a little intimidating, I think. Is it?
2: Okay, well, what does Maybe. that mean? Balancing, ba- balancing energy. Well, if if Sherry is upset, then Sherry can be shown ways how to become Uh, relaxed and when when we go from upset or stressed to relaxed we've balanced our energy good Um, now you can do that with Ativan or you can do that with Valium or you can do that with cannabis or a lot of things or you can do that um, with your mind, you can do that. With your with your um, spiritual side, you can you can balance it like that. But you can balance it,
1: yes. And all of the above work, but the only one that works long term is learning to do it spiritually. And right. Once you learn that, then. And it's meditation, learning how to break up the moment, as it were. Right. Right. And we have um, a mom who says, parents help their kids balance their energy, too. She has seven kids with mental health. Things get crazy at times.
2: You betcha. And, boy, thank you for being such a good mother. Wow. She's a rocking mom. Seven children. What a what a special person. Well, actually, um, you're probably going to get mad at me when I give you the answer to this, or when I give you my answer anyway. How can you teach your children to be relaxed and balanced? Be relaxed and balanced, and um, they will follow you your your way. And um, you see, I, I'm sorry. What's this woman's name? This woman's name is April. Oh, hi, April. So it's not so much that that it, this this chaos and upset just started like like last week or last month or last year. Um, it started um, with April, her partner, and her first child. And then the next one came along, and it got bigger. Or, or sorry, the 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 tension or the stress or the 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 chaos, it got bigger. And then, as each one has come along, it's become even more. Um, have you ever heard the expression when you're up to your eyebrows? I would have said ass, but this is a, this is a spiritual show. And when you're up <laughs> to your eyebrows,
1: <laughs> and that's eyebrows, why I love you.
2: when you're up to your eyebrows um, in alligators it's very difficult to remember you had to drain the swamp Um, because because the alligators are coming after you, they they're, they're, they 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 attack you, uh, they want to kill you and eat you, and you got to fight them off. But the only way you can stop it is you got to uh, drain the swamp. But you can't because the alligators are coming to get you and eat you and kill you. So so that's the that that mentality, and that's kind of like the stress that goes on around you, April. Um, and it's when you can get in touch with for you. What can help you balance? Well, take a couple of minutes just to take some deep, slow breaths. Think about if your heart is beating fast, tell it to slow down. Um, Rest yourself like that. Um, And again, until we could talk in person, this is about the closest amount of information I'm comfortable giving you, except you will get to your old age and you have a hundred grandchildren. Well, maybe not that many, but but lots. And and um you'll have a good relationship with most of your kids. And and that's gonna be a really good accomplishment.
1: So thank RGD you. Hard to do sometimes. Hmm? Oh, it's hard to do sometimes as they become adults.
2: Yes. Um, sometimes it's really crazy inside her home. Crazy like in you just never know what can happen. Energy's bouncing off the wall. Um, it'll calm down.
1: Yeah. They're all male, too. So.
2: <laughs> right? <Really>? Well. <laughs> wow. She is
1: seriously outnumbered.
2: <laughs> you, bet. you bet. Wow. Good going, April.
1: <laughs> well. She is, she really is very good because she has changed, um, she has changed her location. She has moved across the country. And where there was a great deal of support services for the situation, um, where she has gone, not so much. So she is having to deal with people that are not knowledgeable about children's mental health issues. And you know, that's added stress. So how old is April now? Oh, I have no idea, April. okay. All right. So um, she she was just she said she was just asking her husband how many grandkids they would have. So that's really funny that you tossed that in there.
2: So oh yeah, isn't that interesting? So um the other thing is um her husband's going to get another job, a different position, um, an increase. Um, that could cause you to change residence too. That could happen in a year and a half or two years. We should get to the next the next one if there's any more.
1: Um, well, we actually have done a pretty good job of getting through these. And April, by the way, is thirty six.
2: Oh, April, wait till you're 37. Life is just and you've got seven kids? Wow. Seven kids. Wow. Okay. Yeah. After 37, you, you your your whole life makes a really interesting switch. Um, you'll be spending less time during the day at home, more going out, as well as um the difference between your state of mind in March of 2021. And the way you are in the summer of 2022, there's a sense of being proud, sense of being fulfilled, there's a happiness about how your life is. And it's all because of the inner work that you'll be doing um, between now and that time and the change of residence. Thank you, April.
1: Well, thank you, Robert. That was interesting from this side of the fence. Oh, Good. You know, I, I am, I'm always blown away when you do that, because, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about someone else?
3: Besides
2: that question?
1: Well, yes.
2: <laughs> I'm teasing I've been a jerk. All right. Oh, you made a mean sense. old psychic, right. you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I know. I'm just being a jerk. Um, okay, so, so it depends.
1: Do they have to be connected to me? No, it depends if that person would want you to know the information. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, I wouldn't ask something that I felt would make them And it uncomfortable. would depend on that person allowing me to connect with them. That's true. Okay, but well, did I'm not, pondering right? that now <laughs> because I know that they wouldn't mind you. Well, connecting. why don't why don't why don't we give
2: the opportunity to ponder it
1: too? We can ponder it together. Okay, I have someone that I am fairly estranged from. Yeah, you're not, Can I, can I just interject? Sometimes what happens, I get a little bit
2: of information and I just go off the energy like I just did now. Um, yes, there's a reason why there is an estrangement from this particular person right now. Whoever this particular person is, excuse me, um, I, I can't even tell whether male or female. What I do feel is that this person is right now going more inward anyway. And um, should you try to reach out um, and and, and sort this connection, if if that's what you would want, you probably would be unsuccessful at this time. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the first week of May, looking around 3rd, 4th, or 5th, and for some reason, those three days or that week, that time in May would have some significance to whoever I'm talking about um the the other thing is so that person's withdrawing or going inward um it is not really serious uh, what what you have to decide is is um if you go to break the re, you know to um become so if you're estranged what what is it so you're you're reconnected again um you might so so for you Cat, uh, um, there's there, there's something that you're holding back, and there's a kind of a resentment, and and, and you seem to be doing your best to overcome it, um, and see it in a spiritual, positive light. So so you're not quite ready to sort it out either,
1: right? Well, okay, that's very insightful. Thank you. Yes, and it's very relevant. Right. right. You are so good. Thank you. I I appreciate that. And yeah, sometimes well, I, didn't
2: break, I, didn't, I didn't break any any um I, I, I didn't intrude. No. Um I didn't I didn't intrude into that person's um privacy. Although that person was willing to allow it. Really? That speaks so volumes. Actually, incidentally, um, um, the energy that comes from that person is is a confused love.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. And yeah, that person
3: yeah.
1: is um, one of the most loving people I know.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's the estrangement is my fault to a large extent. Well, there is no fault because
2: well, there is no right. There is no wrong. There's experience,
1: right? Well, the, the, okay. the yes, the problem was we were both in a crisis at the same time and I didn't deal with my side of it as I should, as I feel personally that I should have. I wasn't capable. And so it caused a lot of angst and a lot of hurt and it was something that, you have to take ownership of, you know, if it's something that sure you have to take ownership of it. I've always believed that I've always taught people that. And,
4: and it now? took me a
1: while to be able to do that. Okay. And so that's why things I think are kind of, com- because they're kind of confused on my side too.
2: Well, you know? usually when we're confused, it's because we don't want to face the situation.
1: But I've, I've been doing better at doing that, so I feel much better about that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, how, how about we play the pretend game? Oh dear. Okay,
2: <laughs> let's do that. Okay. Okay. So everything you know the answer to, absolute everything. Okay. And when I ask you, so tell me what, what it is. And, and instead, and if you don't know the answer, just make something up. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. What's holding what's what's holding you back from saying to that person, I'm sorry this happened. I miss you.
1: Say anything. I have, I have said that.
2: No, no. What and why didn't it get worked out then? Because there's a
1: lot of hurt.
2: By? For who?
1: Well, That person was very hurt because the, because the way that things worked out were not what were anticipated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was, I was in a very bad place myself and I wasn't, I think that I was not really capable of doing what needed to be done. And it was needed. It was just a really but you, but hard you time. But
2: you, didn't, but you didn't have the energy.
1: Well, I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the, the focus either. It right. was a very difficult time. And both of our right. lives but separately.
2: Yes. So what do you want from this situation? Because you brought it up. What do you want?
1: I want resolution. I want to, this is some, let me clarify. This is someone that communication has always been good with, fairly good. And the fact that it's practically, it was non-existent. It is beginning to be better. I feel like there's some progress being made. It's not my gift. I want I'm one of those people to my to the detriment sometimes that wants to go in and fix things. Right? And okay. there's some things that are not yours to handle. You have to right. give the individual the respect of having and working through their own feelings. That's not yes. my place to do that. It's not my place to force right. that. That's correct. All I can do is just say, you know, I love you. I right. Miss you. Right. I miss you in my life. and right all of those things are true. In July,
2: right around the fourth, I know that's significant to you guys down there. We ours is the first, but 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 um, July the fourth, by the time of July the fourth, um, where all the firecrackers are going to be going off, you and that person shall be reconnected. I hope so. Oh, well, you can make it happen.
1: Well, actually, I cannot. It is okay. It's individual. Okay. I don't want to force something that would be uncomfortable, and all I do is just periodically say, well, "Yeah, I'm thinking about you, and I love well, you."
2: Well, did you, did you, did you, did you hear me say that you should do anything? Well, kind of. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm simply suggesting is send positive loving energy to that person I do then keep on doing what you're doing and by July the 4th you guys will be pals again and I always look for a little bit farther into the future before it happens you could even talk to that person in person um
3: they far away.
2: You can still talk to that person in person, um, and it would be. That could even be March, April, um, late mm, June. So,
1: so this is this is workable. Well, yes, it is workable, and it is it is very. Important to me. That that I do find a way. You're doing it now.
2: If we want to go deeper, we should do it privately.
1: Yeah, we're we're done here. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I don't mind. I really don't mind. But... It is something that, yeah, you hold it near and dear to your heart. And I absolutely, because of what I do, um, because of my skill set, I'm very upset that this evolved this way.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I would never cause pain to someone that I cared about if I were... Capable of not doing it. If that makes of sense. Course. So of course. So it is a big deal. and Yes, it is. And I also have to realize that everybody has their own time, right? To be yep. able to make their... You know, I can't make somebody conform to my timeline because yes. those aren't my feelings. That's right. So you have to understand that and just kind of let the love be known and hopefully felt and shared. Right. So I think that's the hardest thing because I'm such a control person.
2: You are. Eh? Okay. With you? Yeah.
1: Thank think. With you, <laughs> you, think?
2: With, with you or, or others? With me.
1: Okay. I like to control yeah, my good. environment.
2: That's a good that's a good thing to to control. Yes. Be in control of.
1: But sometimes it encroaches on other people. So mm-hmm. I want things to happen in my ideal time frame. And that's not the way the world works. <laughs> Which was a <laughs> damn <laughs> shock to me when I learned that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, what? What? No. This is what I want when... And, you know, it's very, it's very nifty to be able to talk about it and, yeah, and to take ownership of my own actions because I didn't for a very long time. And it Mm was, it just made the situation worse because I, it was just difficult. Yes. But we are at our last break. If you have questions for Robert, you better get in this chat at WBHM-DB.com. Hit fake Mag Radio. Come on in. The water's fine. And we will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for being here. Y'all come back.
7: You're listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting. The best in paranormal talk. Only on Paranormal Experience Radio. Broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama.
1: Oh, come on. I'm southern, but um, nope. That'll do. Hello. I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting.
5: This is Jason Bland, host of Midwest Paranormal Presents Paranormal Soup, where we stream live as a webcast every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, with guests who will blow your mind. Live ghost box sessions where you can call into the show to see if the spirits will talk to you. And the world wide web of weird with the latest in paranormal news and evidence. We're bringing the weird every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow and subscribe.
7: You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk only on Paranormal Experience Radio. Broadcasting live,
1: live, live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is 45 minutes after the hour. Welcome back for the final segment of Fake Mag Radio, the online voice of fake magazine in publication since 1948. And I tell you what, I am so proud to be affiliated with that publication. I love the people involved. I think that it's absolutely brilliant and thankful every day that this is where the universe decided to put me so I can have conversations with fabulous people like Robert Lindsay Milne who basically <laughs> we decided that that was pretty much naked on the radio but why? i my radio clothes on got, got to uh, got to love live radio things go <laughs> wonky and things go serious and things just explode sometimes it's so yep. much fun you never know what you're going to get but thank you yep. Because I feel much, much wider. It's like my energy has shifted. So. I'm glad. Me too. That's good. Because I have really needed to address that situation. And goodness knows, there you were. Just at the right time. (laughs) Thank you.
2: I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, You'll have it sorted out. Oh it, yeah, it'll, it'll get worked out. It it gets worked out. So well,
1: thank you. But it's um, always
2: a pleasure to talk with you.
1: Me, you too. So, what do you want to talk about now?
2: what, what did we talk about anything during the break that'd be worthwhile that people would be interested in? Well, other, other than
1: naked. Be thinking <laughs> and being <laughs> a rock star. And being a
2: rock star. But, and, boy, you should hear the stuff we talk about when you're not
3: listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. But, um, actually, we did talk about the fact that the two men psychics that I like the best are both very powerful men. You are much more mellow, and I adore that. you're more mellow yourself, yeah. You're more... You're more Yes, you are more mellow. You are easy to talk to. You have a pleasant demeanor. And you do wonderful things. So. Thank you. And we actually have April who says, I'll tell you, it clarified dreams I have had and didn't fully understand. I thought I might know what it meant, but now I know for sure. Huh. So... I think that is just beautiful. I answered That's, April's question then? You did. Because oh. she said that she had just been telling her husband. Oh, no, I'm not going to find it. Um, where was it? She said it was so interesting because she told her husband that she keeps dreaming about moving. Hmm. And Sherry said, is he talking about me? Thinking about finally looking for my actual birth parents, she's been thinking about that lately. Oh, Sherry. Yes. Or April.
2: Sherry. Sherry, um, and Sherry is fifty-three.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that right? It is. It's okay. Okay. And 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 where is she again? She is in North Alabama.
2: Sherry, um, it is very very. Very important for you um, to go out and find where you came from. Now, you may not have the happiest of experiences connecting with them. It may not be. But what's more important is for you to know um, where you came from. And that will help you deeply. If you can see a grave, a grandparent's grave, something um, that will give you a connection to where you're from. That will be a deep healing for you if you do that.
1: You know, I, I think I, I told you that she is legitimately the most pleasant, happy, and well-balanced person I know. And she said that she's bawling now. Thank you. Thank you. So. And,
2: um, and, and um, Sherry, um, I, I understand what that feels like. I, I, I do, um, not exactly like you, but I understand the need to belong, the need to be with your own kind. And one of the things that you've been robbed of in this existence is just being around your own people. Who Who am I? Um, my people, Where where do I belong? And that would have nothing to do with whether you had fabulous um, adopted parents or, uh, or bad adopted parents. You still would need to know where you belong. And if you continue, you, you, you'll find it. You'll, you'll, you'll find that peace. Um, you will release that hurt. So, That's
1: beautiful.
2: Yeah, uh, you, you know, nobody understands. You know, it was once upon a time thought that little babies um, didn't have any feelings. Yes. And, and, and au contraire, um, a baby knows if it's come from its mother and then moved somewhere else. Now, it may not remember consciously, but that child, that being, will have a scar on their soul for their lifetime. By the way.
1: You so there? you do know. Pardon? So you do know. Of course I know.
2: Um, I have never met someone who's been adopted... That didn't have a wound, and it doesn't matter the reason. You see, um, one one sometimes one of the mistakes that that um, somebody who will when when reuniting with a child that they didn't raise but was a um, their biological child um, when when reconnecting, one of the things that people mistake is they tell the kid. Um, how terrible and how difficult it was for them at that time, and they um, they made that decision um, for their own benefit. Well, um, that's not necessarily what that person wants to hear. What that person wants to be heard is how they were hurt, and I've never, I've never, and abandoned and and i've never met someone that's adopted that didn't have that wound
6: yes
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And and
2: when you've never found those people, um, you you have that wound on your soul um, for your lifetime.
1: That's tragic.
2: It is tragic. But yet once upon a time it was thought, oh well, here just give this baby to this woman, right? And that baby will be fine, you know, just because it's young. Well, wrong. The kid always knows. Just not consciously. Is it I've worked I've worked with many people that, that have um, You've been abandoned. Now, now that's not what the parents are doing. I'm, I'm talking from the, you, you know, the one from the kid. The energy right. from the child is, I got abandoned. I got thrown away. There's now, now you see, we humans. You see, you got me on a roll here. See, see. we humans, um, are more dependent upon our parents longer than any other animal on the planet. Most. Children could not survive without their parents until about 13, 14 years old, maybe longer. That's a good point. Okay, so when we are born, when we are born, our parents are perfect. You see, our parents are God. They hold the power of life and death, our life and death, in their hands. and when and when um, so so they are God to us, and God is never wrong. and when and when um, your parents' mother abandons you, it can only be because there's something bad about you and that is what happens to a huge amount of people that have been adopted and they will live with yeah but if i'm i know why i know the theory i know i know i'm really beautiful but why did my mother give me out and 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 that's the big one uh, well if i'm so great how come the the woman who's supposed to love me the most threw me away or what, whatever. And, and they don't want to know that, but they want to know that they're loved and they want to get that abandonment healed. Yes. Anyway, that was a rant. Sorry about that.
1: That's okay. It
2: was heartfelt. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm not, I, I, I'm not adopted. I wasn't adopted. Um, I, 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 I was abandoned nonetheless, but I wasn't adopted. Okay. But I understand the loss very, very well.
1: Both of my cousins were adopted and yeah. the reaction of both were so interesting as they become became, became adults. How so? Um, one was interested. One was absolutely not. Yeah. So it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: um, you know, we all are different, but these—this is some of the ways that we act. And yes. I am pretty certain that the, the cousin that says, um, "Yeah, well, if you don't want me, I don't want you," um, is still uh, deeply wounded. And it have to be.
1: Well, I would think so, too. But that individual yeah. is very logical and science-oriented.
2: Ah, and, well, that's another, yeah.
1: And and berries, I think, things.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so. Perhaps that might be the way they think. That might not be the way they feel. Although the way they think will protect them from getting in touch with the way they feel.
1: Could be. I think so. Mm-hmm but he has made a beautiful life. So maybe he's content.
2: Um, I, I'm not sure who that we would really be talking about. I was really just talking about adoptees.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. maybe people that go past, past that. It, in this case, the individual I know is just very was. I I haven't been around him much as an adult. I moved out of state and yeah. So, you know, so he grew up while I was gone.
2: Handle, <laughs> we all we all handle our issues on the surface in one way. Um, and what is below the surface often is is in another way. Um, you never know what someone below the surface is going through.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's true with every case.
2: Yes, that's correct.
1: Yeah, every individual is dealing, everybody deals with things, you know, even people that appear to have a perfect life have things to deal with.
2: Have you, had look, have you had a look at um, how old um, Prince Charles looks? Yes. Guy's the same age as me. Wow, I look at them I'm like wow. Yeah You know and this don't guy's look got like that. No, look, look this guy's
1: got the best of everything, you know, except what? Something's missing. Good judgment in women maybe. Perhaps. But Well we are at the end of the show, can you believe it? We have did- filled two hours and wow. and twenty minutes apparently. So it wow. feels like it's gone so fast. Yeah, but I, and all got recorded and everything is going to be broadcast, or did we broadcast? We broadcast live, and oh, it has people have been listening, and yeah. we get an awful lot of downloads. So a lot more people will be listening because we are we are everywhere. We are iHeart, Google, Spotify. Wow, um, we are also um savan which is the I heart of India. We have a lot of Indian listeners. No so anyone. It's very neat. Great. And I get a lot of I get a lot of people who are, you know, reaching out to me from there, but sure. they don't speak English and I don't read their language. I don't read Hindu. But yeah,
2: it looks a little like squiggles.
1: <laughs> it does. But fortunately, Facebook and other apps have um translators on them, yeah, so yeah, and yeah. I'm going to let you know because Sherry says, you know she still wonders who are they? does she have other siblings and April said, "Well, it does make you wonder and then yeah you know, Sherry said thank you so much, Robert um and Kat for thank you for helping me with lots of hearts, and April also.
2: Thank you to both of them. Thank you for letting me.
1: And I know that Denise thinks that you are fabulous and she appreciates the relief and the easing of her mind and heart that you gave her anticipating these new grandchildren.
2: Once again, thank you, Denise. Thank you very much.
1: So that's it. We're out of time. I am so appreciative of you being here and You know, I find it interesting because I am not one for sharing very much. And yet you drew you draw that. So thank you. I think thank, thank you. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> well, I was wondering
2: how far are we still on or is this We are still, still alive, on? yes. We I are was alive. wondering how far you
1: were gonna go. Um, yes. Know, I was I was I was wondering when I should say stop. <laughs> well, you know, it was very cathartic because I am a very insolent person. So that was a surprise never... to all of us.
2: I've I've never I've never um, experienced that with you, Cat. You've no. always been oh, out right? <laughs> I am there.
1: open. I am open, but I do yeah, not seem so. Speak a lot about things that are very intense. So, and see, things sometimes are.
2: When I say thank you, um, like when I said to Sherry mm-hmm. and April, did you say Denise? Was it Denise? Yes. Right. Um, Sherry, April, Denise, you. When they say you've done this and they say, well, thank you. And, and, and I say, thank you. Um, thank you for the privilege of letting me see you where you may not let someone else. Yes. What a beautiful thing you've done. Thank you. It's what I've worked my whole
1: life to be able to do thank you for letting me do it thank you for putting that effort into being so good at it yeah i never
2: i never believed in the past that i would really understand why why i would say thank you for doing it and it's only been in the last couple of years that i've understood why
1: yeah well i'm glad that it was not a permanent retirement
2: Oh, me too. Well, I never really retired, Cat. Um, you know, like I said, I, I you know I slowed down. You know, to doing like five or six hundred readings a week. Or uh, sorry, a year. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that would be quite
1: yeah, a load.
2: Yeah, um, I you you know I slowed it down to doing like you know be now five hundred readings a year is 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 around three readings a day,
3: mm-hmm. five
2: days a week, right? Um, right. So. That 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 was really easy for me to do, but um and and I've always been booked in advance. So so, but most psychics wouldn't have that consistently um, at any time in their life. You, you know, when before I started slowing down, I was doing like 2,000, 3,000 readings a year.
1: Um, unbelievable.
2: Yeah, it's great.
1: Well, but well, except see, for being exhausted and burned out for a little bit. Or
2: and and I'm also but 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 it's, it's that I'm dedicated to my work. Yes, I you are. I haven't been in. I have not been in a um, committed relationship. I have a, a a woman I'm involved with, but when I say a committed relationship, like as in I, you know, we live together. Or um, at for, since since about uh, 2003. So it's been about what 16 or 17 years. And one of the reasons I realized that that every time I go, I've been involved in a, a committed, serious relationship, and there's been a few, um, uh, um, it takes away from my my um, growth as a psychic. And Interesting. what happens in that relationship, it pulls me away from my, my commitment to my work. And I also tend to get in all kinds of other stuff and end up getting drunk for a long time and, you know, go through (laughs) which I've done a few times. (laughs) So, so, um, so, so now that I've been living this, 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 single life, although not monastic in any way, um, but, 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 um, I grow more spiritually. Um, I, I, I'm more dedicated to my work, um, I, I have more time for it. It, it, which is really what my love is.
1: Yes. And it shows. Yeah. But, you know, I, yeah. I have to say that we're going to have to wrap this. I hate okay. it. I could talk to you for days. Well, you can and have me back again. I'm going to. Thank you. Well, and Denise yeah. says we're learning so much about you. Well, thank you. So, no. <laughs> but we <laughs> okay. will do this again soon. We will not wait this long. Okay. But,
2: um, I, look how tough it was to book me this time.
1: <laughs> that's because we're friends. <laughs> but, right. Hey, Robert, are you available? Sure. Okay. Yes. Then, Right. <laughs> well, right. and you know we're we're going to see about implementing something, but maybe you can join us for special things.
3: Yes. And
1: And um, so that's in the works. And for everyone listening. Thank you so much. Whether you're listening live or by podcast, I don't care. We appreciate every single one of you. I understand there's a lot happening on a Sunday night if you're, you know, a parent, if you're getting ready for work, if whatever your situation is, there's a lot going on. And thank you. We appreciate you tuning in and being part of us. I am going to just say that, you know, we always say this, I always say this, and I will always say it, that if you're unhappy with the world as you see it, and there's a lot of angst, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of fear, which, you know, anger basically is fear, just externalized, but there's a lot happening especially in our country right now. And you can change that yourself. You don't have to to writhe about in the angst. You can be the person that you would want to have for a friend. You can be, you know, the person that goes out and they're wearing a mask but they're smiling and you know that because eyes smile. Eyes smile. They don't have to see your mouth. And just make the world what you want to see. And just do it. It matters. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time. Same cat time, same cat channel. Good night.
2: You are listening to WPHM. Digital Broadcasting. The best in paranormal
3: talk radio.